This is SAFM Sport. Actually, on the SMSs here, somebody makes an interesting point to say people actually don't trust CSA anymore. They just don't. And and you can see just by the comments that have come through tonight and just the analysis that we've had also from Mr. Henry. So CSA has a lot of work to do to win the trust of, of people, especially the black people of this country. But anyway, we move on. We go over to the UK. We go over to England and we want to find out more about Lyle Foster's uh, signing. He was signed by Burnley yesterday and um, it's been well received here in South Africa that signing of Lyle Foster. I don't know if we can hear from him or we're going to go straight to our guest. Okay, let's. can we hear from him? Okay, let's go straight to our guest. We've got on the line Will Lancaster who joins us uh, to speak about um, Lyle Foster's move. He's a freelance sports journalist and he's been tweeting about it also on social media. You can follow him, Will Lanky Media. Uh, Will, good evening from us in South Africa. Thank you very much for taking our call tonight. Thanks very much to be so for uh, having me on. Thanks. Um, the move was confirmed last night, but when did you guys that side get wind of the fact that it's a possibility and it, it could be happening? Um, there were reports about a week and a half ago that Vincent Company was looking at an unnamed striker uh, that would massively impress everyone if he was to join. Um, and then it went quiet for about a week. Um, all of a sudden, he was seen at a game at Westerlo in Belgium where Boston was a striker. Uh, and from then on, it picked up really quickly. Obviously, he's got his Belgian league uh, experience. Um, I don't think any Burnley fans had heard of him. It was a very surprising move, but it's one that's much needed at the club if uh, Premier League promotion occurs at the end of the season. Yeah, and I know there's a lot of transparency that side when it comes to transfer fees. So how much are we talking about here uh, that, that, that it took to finally get it over the line? Uh, well, there's been conflicting reports. Uh, some said it was around seven, rising to ten million. Uh, my sources close to the player said that it was uh, an in- initial fee of just under nine million pounds, uh, and the fee could rise to around twelve point five million if add-ons and um, playing expectations are met, which would be at the end of his four and a half year contract. Uh, I believe that's a South African record. Yes, for a for 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 a player, yeah. and and with that kind of money, then is he expected to hit the ground running with a price tag like that? Is it is it a big price tag yeah. in the championship? Oh, definitely, it's a huge championship price. Um, company made sixteen signings for Burnley in the summer, and the highest one was around three and a half to four million pounds on a, another player from the Belgian league, uh, Anna Sorori. Uh, so for him to be trusted with eight million pounds, that's the most he's ever spent as a manager including his, his stint at Anderlecht. Um, with six months left in the season, Burnley are 18 points clear of third place in the championship. So there's a lot of time for him to settle into the team and, and learn the way around it. The point being that with that 18-point gap, you'd think that Burnley would get promoted to the Premier League. Um, and that's where Foster is going to really try and take on the reins of being a striker uh, in the top division. If he can mirror anything that Benny McCarthy, Stephen Pienaar, Aaron McKenna have done in the Premier League, then it'll be a brilliant buy for Burnley, definitely. Yeah, and I saw I saw actually your tweet about about Stephen Pienaar and Benny McCarthy in the list of successful South Africans in the Premier League. So how have the news or how has the news of Lyle Foster been received that side and by the supporters of Burnley? Oh, definitely good. Um, over the last five or so years, Burnley haven't really had a technical striker who's good on the ball. Um, Sean Dyche, the former manager, would buy tall, strong strikers with little to no agility. 
for example, Valt Veghorst, mm. who's just moved to uh, Manchester United on loan. Chris Wood, who who joined Newcastle and was at Nottingham Forest. So there hasn't really been much skill up front in terms of strikers. Uh, but with Vincent Company becoming the new manager, he's changed the playing style from defensive to attacking. And so playing on the front foot, Foster looks to be a striker who can take players on one versus one. He's fast, he's confident in front of goal, and most importantly, he's got a lot of technical ability. Uh, we've not seen that at Burnley since Danny Ings joined Liverpool in around 2015, and it's something new for the fans to look forward to. Burnley, obviously, the board, they definitely trust company's judgment, and after the start they've had to the season, so do the fans. So are, are, are you saying, well, that this is not the same old Benley of Sean Dyche where they used to be a hard-working team and they ground out the result? They're happy to win one nil if they have to. Yeah, it's definitely different. There's there's a different feel at the club now. Um, Dyche was very one-dimensional. His football wasn't exactly pleasing on the eye. Although, as one of the lowly teams in the Premier League, he did really well and kept the club up for six years in the Premier League. So... Um, it, it grew a bit stale towards the end. Fans were quite unhappy at the end of last season and he was sacked just before they were relegated. Uh, so it was a risk to bring company in, but it's a move that's definitely paid off handsomely. Um, he's brought in foreign attacking players that, with a flair that Burnley have definitely not seen for at least 10 years, at least in Daesh's reign anyway. Um, but also, as a Manchester City legend, he learned from Pep Guardiola for the last like three to four years of his um, of his spell at Man City, and you can really start to see that in the playing style. It's very very similar. There's a few uh, YouTube videos that have come out over the last couple of days that have started to people have started to pick up that Burnley aren't this you know Sean Dyche hardworking grinding wins out team anymore. They're a team with flair. Um, it's probably the biggest shock in in English football, I'd say, in terms of playing style. But if you look at Xavi Hernandez, who was at Barcelona, and Mikel Arteta, who's top of the Premier League with Arsenal. You can see similarities in their playing companies, the next one on that sort of conveyor belt. Wow, that is interesting, and especially because he's been able to do it and get the results and get Bentley uh, to the top of the log. They are five points um, are clear of Sheffield United, but I also look at that log then well, and they've scored 55 goals this season, which is more than any other club in the league, seven more than Sheffield United actually. So why do they still need a striker? Um, a number of reasons. The the strikers that we have, um, Jay Rodriguez and Ashley Barnes, they're 33 and 34 years old, I think. So there's definitely a focus on youth, like company throughout the summer. I think the oldest player that he signed was 26 years old and he brought in 16 players. So there's an obvious you know, career progression and that just needs replacing. Um, there was a striker brought in on loan from Brentford, Halil Dervizoglu. Uh, but he's not really forced his way into company's plans yet. So um, Ashley Barnes doesn't suit the style. He's like a, a Sean Dyche sort of striker. And we've been relying solely on Jay Rodriguez up front um, for, for most of the season. And whilst he did well in the first half just before the World Cup, since then he's not really been at his best. I don't think he's scored since the World Cup. Uh, so... It's not as though promotion is not going to happen. It's very likely. You can never say never. But I think company's not been able to bring in a striker that fits his mould. He's been able to do it in every other position. Uh, but the strikers that I'd, I'd call Foster the final piece of the jigsaw.
Ah, quite interesting. And with Benley doing so well in the championship, just after being relegated last season, what was the expectation from from the fans after they went down last season? Did, did they expect them to come back so quickly since they look like they're on the verge of coming back up? Uh, definitely not. The I don't. I, I think there was. You talk about five percent of Burnley fans thought that they'd win the league, and even then, you didn't think it'd be it'd be this clear. Um, I'd have said a, a good expectation would be to make the playoffs or at least give the playoffs a, a really big push. Um, and it started to look like that towards the like early mid October. Uh, but since then, I think Burnley have gone on a run of. 14 wins in 16 championship matches. They've only lost one game in that time. And now they're on a run of, I think it's eight wins in a row. So the fans are just turning up every single week. The stadium hasn't been this sold out, even in the Premiership, just because the football on offer, you keep winning. It's great to watch. Like a lot of Burnley fans thought that going to Turf Moor was like a chore, sort of under Sean Dyche towards the end. Whereas now, You've got attacking football, you've got flair, you've got a team that looks like they're going to win every game and that's the, that's just a massive thing for the town in itself. So is it safe to say they're also surprised then by the manager, Vincent Company because his move to Burnley did catch a lot of people by surprise, even though he was managing in Belgium? Yeah, he was... Um, so when, when Dyche was sacked, uh, there was a lot of talk that Company had agreed to become the manager at the end of the season if Burnley stayed up. Um Going down changed that massively, but he was still convinced by the board. Um, the, there is there was surprise, um, but his playing style at Anderlecht, you could see what he'd implemented. Um, there wasn't so much a surprise in his playing style, it was more how quickly he turned it round. Mm. You lose 11 players in the summer for £70 million, you replace them all for twenty five mil- a, a total of £25 million for 16 players. Um, and then you play a few games. You can see, we saw in the first match, Burnley had 70% possession against Huddersfield, which was, in I think that was Burnley's highest ever percentage in a football match. So it was clear to see from the start. Uh, results were a bit iffy towards August and September. A few last-minute draws for the other team. Uh, a loss to Watford as well. But it was the ability to notify his mistakes from there and, and turn it round within that October period to a team that just does not look like losing any time they step onto a football pitch that oh. caught Burnley's fans' attention the most. And then finally, could he be available for the FA Cup tie against Ipswich? We've seen here in, in South Africa on TV now. They're already advertising the game against Norwich. We're definitely going to see that <laughs> one next next, next Saturday. But um, could he be in the squad for Ipswich? Or yeah, it- he's he's been registered in time. Um I'm unsure whether he'll start, but with um, a big game against Norwich the week after, we've got Ipswich in the FA Cup. Uh, that The Norwich game is quite big in terms of the championship season, so I feel like he might play um, Dervy Zoglu, the striker who hasn't got many minutes. Uh, and then a team that is expected to sit back against Burnley, I think Foster, you might just be able to see him maybe off the bench. I don't think he'll start, though. Great, looking forward to seeing it and watching the championship now on South African television. But thanks, Will, for speaking to us here in South Africa and giving us great insight about uh, the club and what the manager, Vincent Company, is getting right there at Bendley. We'll, con- we'll follow you on social media. Thank you very much, Tabiso. Thank you, Will Lancaster. Follow him at Will Lanky Media, uh, freelance sports journalist and uh,
clearly obviously follows Bentley also and just talking to us about Lyle Foster's signing of Bentley. And we're going to talk now to the man that groomed uh, Lyle Foster to be where he is today. And that is the professor himself, Mr. Augusto Palacios. Tabiso Musia on SAFM. And let's now speak to the professor himself, Augusto Palacios. Lyle Foster came through his hands, through his academy, and he joins us on the line. Now, Professor, good evening. Thanks for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. Thank you to you and your listener. It's my pleasure. Thank you. You must be a proud man after your protege made the move to England. How do you feel, Professor? I think it's the it's together effort, you know, the family, very supporting the player and the academy. I think we work very close together, you know, to achieve where is now. Obviously, is the very hard worker from earlier age. He never satisfied to train one hour or etc. He always want more and more. And his potential is there, you know. The potential of the player is when you start working in him in different aspects. It's not only about skill, it's not only about, you know, the high. No, it's about the complete player. And, and, and important also to observe where he needs to improve. Because remember, he had a national talent. Mm. But where he needs to improve? In the position on the field, the finish, the technical aspect, the tactical. And this is what we're working. We're working in light and other players, you know, from, from my academy, Augusto Palacio Players Academy. And we're working. And this is the more important. But also the support from the family is very important. Very important. And I think he's a self coming because he always had the support from the family, the father, the mother, you know, the sister in, in the granny. It's very important. I'm very happy, very proud what he achieved. It's still the road to go. You know, it's 22 years. He's going to the difficult league, but he, he is ready to improve. And I'm very happy for him. And and when did you first come across Lyle Foster, Professor? And 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 could you immediately see this potential? Yes, when he got twelve years, he coming with no. other players like the Taviso Mondiane, uh, Copano Tausane, who is in the first team the also, goalkeeper. and more players, more players is around almost twenty eight players who I graduate to Paira when I work with Pyras, and I came from my, my academy. I mean it. And then we work four years in my academy, and after I see the potential for King, and then graduate to Pirates, then with Pirates, he went to the uh, future champion on the 17, national team on the 17, he played the Bay Hill in Cape Town, he went for Project X for Pirates in England, and then he was a scout by Monaco. It was a very short period in Pirates, he promoted to the first team, and then he's grateful because I always say it, in this country had a lot of players, very good players from different provinces, from this bad. You need to be patient. You need to be working what the player need to work. And this is what we did. And this is what I'm doing always. Not only like for too many players, too many players. We can number 100 players who are development, who before... Uh, uh, he don't know he can arrive to the level. You remember from 1996 until you can say 1999, 2000, when he started Benedict Villacasi, uh, Pomoso Manense, Leslie, Jose Macaña, Levojan, etc. Coming from the same uh, group of players, 
there was development. Obvious development together with the coaches, but you need to have too many elements, nutrition, the discipline, a play. and the discipline is outside and inside. Now, one of the key that I foster is the parents always there. The mother is three months there, the father is four months there. The mean is there because temptation and undiscipline and wrong people around him, he can destroy. And this is what happened the we working as a team. Now it's going to the level who is difficult, but I confident the way he works in Belgium and Portugal, now he has the spirit to challenge what is the league in England. And you mentioned it's, 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 it's a tough league, but what is the trick in finding more Lyle Fosters than Professor? How have you been able to do it? And is the academy still <clears throat> going strong? Yes, we had now one, one or three players that I will not mention name in my academy. Uh, 17, 18 years, very good player. And then and then we see which club uh, interested in him. Uh, listen, it's not mean that we don't have players. We have players. The thing is, when you bring players, the play, the family leave the players alone. No, this is the support from family and the player. Now, what what compensate like all this year? You know, the mother and the father to print training section every day, 12 years, 13 years. You talk about four years. Now, by the key, the opportunity to him to play there, he was a scout, short period in Pirates, now went to Monaco, now went to Belgium, now went to Portugal, now went to England with 22 years. To do this, you need to do a lot of sacrifice, a lot of discipline inside and outside. If we have players in the country, yes. We will have more life forte, yes. But our development, people is no patience. People think the product need to be now. No, it's the process. It's the process. This is the reason you call it Elia 8 is the foundation. It's the foundation of the player. Five years, six years, seven years, ten years. And then you go to intermediate, when the player has 11, 12 years, 13 years, and then you go to advanced. I mean, when the player arrives, 15, 16 years, must be ready. Now, the PSL had a great league, the MDC. From there, the player needs to be promoted to PSL. This is simple. Yeah, but they don't play, Professor, when they get promoted. I mean, I think also Tabiso Sasane came under you. He's, we saw he played one game, was man of the match, and now he's, he's in a lower league. Why are they not confident see, in playing these youngsters? Uh, 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 I agree with you. And, and the problem, remember, I respect all the clubs. But my opinion is my opinion. Development is from the time, five years until 17 years. After development, is no more development. After the player need to go to another level. Now, in the club, no one to get opportunity to the play, nothing I can do. But in my time, in my time, in my belief, this country have great players. Yeah. And you cannot start by and by players. You need to grow yeah. your own your own play. And remember, it's involved the history, it's involved the culture, it symbol the philosophy, it symbol the system. This is the way the player grow. And remember, you need to have the eyes, you need to have the time. And remember, it's not only about training. You need to know 
Where the players stay? Where the players cooling? Where the play eating or not eating? What is doing the player? This is very important. Yes. And I even think, you see? yes, yes. I even think Copano should be playing, Professor, with all the challenges of goalkeeping at Pirates at the moment. He should be getting a run and he can even take free kicks. I've seen him play junior football under you. What a goalkeeper and what a future star is Copano Tunsan. And I hope he doesn't spend too much time on the on, on the bench. But we have to leave it here, Professor. But for those who are interested in the academy, he says it's still going strong. Augusto Palacios Apprentice Academy, right? That's the name. And you can contact the number 082. Nine triple seven double three five to Ricardo, or you can email me Apprentice Academy at Enwet.co.za or in our Facebook. We the recitation already start. We move to the new venue that we call it Johannesburg Secondary School in Mayfe, five block where we are before. The recitation is every day from two o'clock to five o'clock and Saturday from 9 to 12, and we start on the 11th of February, the practice. Wonderful. Check it out on Facebook, folks. Augusto Palacios, Apprentice Academy, then we'll share the number also that is given us. Thanks for speaking to us, Professor. We'll invite you for a longer period of time. It's 8 o'clock. We have to go to news, and Coquetso up next with matters of national importance.